Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Thanks for joining in this bonus edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the podcast over at newamsterdam.com. I say it every week, but I mean it just the same. And we'll be talking with Tim Parmeter in just a second. I just want to say thank you so much for making this show that much better, that much bigger, and that much bolder over the past couple of years. That's right. We're on year two, rolling into year three. And I, for one, can be more excited. Go back, check out some of the old shows if you have a chance. And if you want to unlock bonus interviews or show notes or even more good content, become a member of the Boisterous Crew. That's what we're calling our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flowboboyce. That's me, my name. Patreon.com slash F-L-O-B-O-B-O-Y-C-E. That's me. Well, without further ado, let's roll on with my very special guest on this bonus edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boyce, and I'm in the mayor's office. It's hanging and chilling with the shakers, movers, and doers in the city for creatives. You know, I like to watch podcasts. That's right, I watch them. I actually look at their little page numbers on their website and listen to the shows because all about the theme, all about what they're talking about, all about the idea. But this podcast was interesting. The visualized side of it, the, the tech side of it, the knowledge side of it, I was impressed all different ways from Sunday. The podcast is called Franchising 101 about taking a new approach to business and business ownership, if I could do say so myself. And my guest today, Mr. Tim Parmeter, will talk to us all about it because I, for one, had to hit him up and was like, be on my show because let's talk about what that means. Now, Tim, let me ask you a question. First of all, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, first of all, first and foremost. Thank you. Let me ask you a question about uh, Franchising 101 because a lot of us are trying to figure out what hustling is in 2020 and 2021 and 2022. But your podcast takes a look at franchising as a route to that, a route to your own personal growth. Correct. Yes. And again, hey, and thank you so much for, for, for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you. So, yeah, no, it is. And it's, I, I come from, I've, been, I've had the Frank Coach business for about six years now, a little over. And, but my kind of way back former, former life, I was, a, I was a teacher, I was a coach, I was an athlete. And so my brain works like a teacher and a coach. So, when I was in college, and again, especially as an athlete, I didn't start in the one-on-one classes. I needed all the remedial stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, we're skipping the remedial. We're assuming everybody's ready for that 100-level stuff. Um, but that's still the very beginning, and that's the whole focus of our business model is to help people learn about franchising in general. What's it all about? Um, most people hear franchising and think McDonald's or millions and millions of dollars, and Yes, those two things connect, but the rest of the industry is like this, again, kind of this underground phenomenon that people don't know about that's really much more accessible. Um, and so our job is to kind of help educate them on that and, and again, for some, make it, make it really their, their new reality and be able to take control of their life. So that's really kind of how it all came about. And, and really the, the business model, but the name, just that franchising 101 is let's Let's uh, let's educate you up a little bit on what it's all about. 
And your podcast is linked to your business friend coach, correct? Yes, sir. So I got to ask a question because there's so many ways that, that a business can get their name out there and raise a profile, but why a podcast? Because it's very easy to throw up a couple billboards, a couple bus chairs and call it a day, but it seems like with your show, you're really trying to break these giant like monolith of like having your own franchise opportunity to smaller chunks for people. Why did you decide to use a podcast to do that? Well, I, I think a, a few reasons. And first, I mean, it only took me having that on my to-do list for a year and a half or two years before I actually did it. So I'm really quick, quick to the punch on these things, right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> but, but, I, but again, a, a, a few things is um, we're using some of it to just even help the, the clients that we're working with through the process, because almost everybody we talk to, they're scared to death, man. This is their first time for a lot of them looking at something business ownership and it feels scary and risky and out of their reach. Yeah. So each little step along the way, I've used these podcasts as a way to, I think we're all lazy. We don't want to read anymore. So if you can talk to me, right, or I, I can do that, that's, yeah. that's, that's easier to, to digest. And so we kind of did it from that standpoint. Um, and then I go back to, I mean, this is kind of dating myself, but the, the, and I read the book, but then the movie Moneyball. Um, oh, yes. You're, 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 you're a Mets guy, right? Yeah, let's um, go Mets, baby. <laughs> and it was, you know, for those that don't know, originally uh, early 2000s, Oakland A's, right? Small market. How did, and they were kind of the, the, the zig when everybody else is zagging, right? And the market inefficiencies. And, you know, in, in franchising, you know, there's, there's social media, there's SEO, there's pay-per-click, right? There's email marketing. Nobody was really doing this. Right. Yeah. And so it was also from one to help our people that we're working with, but from a lead gen and awareness standpoint, this, this isn't out there. Right. So, um, and it's been just a huge kind of, kind of boon for, for our business of getting the awareness out there, but then also really being able to help the people that we're already working with. So walk me through this because you have your, your normal business operations and you have like your staff and your process and all that. But for my, for a minute there, the podcast had to have been an extracurricular activity, right? Like when did you decide to make the jump? Like when did you decide, okay, I've researched all I can. I've been nudged by everyone. Today is a day. <laughs> Finally, I'm going to start in episode one. Yeah. It, and it was, uh, let's be honest, a little lockdown esque this this summer fair, right fair. um from from that standpoint the um and i just in in my mind i'm i'm, I'm an old man right i, I I'm, I'm i'm 51 man like I, the, some of the technology stuff I, I just thought it was too hard to do and and our marketing manager for frank coach i think she finally got sick of me and she just she gave me the link right for she set it up on on anchor.com right and we we did it that way and what's funny is i actually did beginning of the lockdown i've got a seven-year-old we did a logan and dad podcast oh, cool. um, we did a, we did a couple episodes just to just to try it out and when i realized that all i had to do was press a button and start talking and I don't have a problem talking as maybe you've already started to find out yeah. that it, it was like, it was kind of one of those, like, why didn't I do this sooner type of thing? Right. Absolutely. So it just, it was a little, a, a little, you know, pestering by, by an employee. And then honestly just having a little fun doing it with my seven-year-old. And then next thing I know, I'm like, this is easy. Let's go. 
It's funny because a lot of people are saying now, uh, or I guess I've been told, that there's too many podcasts out there. And actually, the numbers say there's more podcasts out there than they are human beings in the United States. <laughs> but I will say that if it's entertaining or cool to presence, like I wouldn't listen to Logan and Dad, but that's a cool idea for a show. <laughs> Why the heck not? Uh, how has feedback been? It has been better than I thought or really yeah. kind of even 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 imagined. And um, the, there's been, I think it was maybe early on, maybe 10 episodes in, and we had a, had, a, had a call just magically booked on my calendar. And I'm looking through all of our lead sources trying to figure out where this person came from. And then I get on the phone and I'm like, like, dude, how did we connect? And he's like, oh, I listened to your podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the greatest day. The heck with the birth of my kid, the Cubs winning the World Series. <laughs> but it, was, it was that. Yeah. And he had found, he, he had found it, uh, and I think it was Spotify, he had found it there. And he's like, yeah, I listened to every episode. And he just, about three or four weeks ago, signed a franchise agreement, and he's off with his new business. And yeah. that's, that's, that's how, and he just, he made the comment, he's like, I just, I was thinking about this, and he goes, I listen to podcasts all the time. And, um, and then it's been really helpful for folks that we're working with, and they've ran across one of, one of the episodes that is, that has kind of touched them. The, the, the irony is that I'm not a podcast listener. And okay. so that was part of the, the, the thing for me is like, well, I don't listen to it. Somehow that meant nobody else in the world listened to podcasts. And since I've done this, I'm like, oh, okay. And so yeah. now, I mean, just in, in, in the car and I'll download some and, and, you know, hey, let's be honest, I'm a new Amsterdam follower, right? Um, and just, <laughs> and, and from this, it's, it, it's it's amazing what all is out there and and whatever your interest or curiosity is there's something for you out there and it's it's just an easy way to 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 digest the information and uh, learn something new. I do think it was a masterstroke. Uh, you're calling it franchising 101 because that's definitely a high level search term. You know, if I want to start this idea and I don't know where to start, you put 101 or franchising and then it pops up. And uh, I wish I thought about that if I ever had my own business podcast. Uh, <laughs> but but starting it and launching it is, is two different things, right? So you started it, you launched it, people are coming up to love to you, but like it can't be all sunshine and rainbows. I mean, there have to be some challenges you have to overcome, whether topic generation or guests, like what has been like the most challenging aspect of starting it? The, the the topic piece I think and then making myself just literally sit down and do it right <laughs> if, if if it's not if if things aren't on my calendar if they don't get done and yeah. this isn't something that I regularly sometimes I do but not always schedule to record them uh, and so that's been one and then just I, I think because I didn't know what was going to come of it now really getting better at promoting it you know that that type of stuff yeah. I'm honestly probably still not very good at it but um but you know when you start something and just kind of on a whim and don't know what's going to happen and then all of a sudden you're like oh hey we might be onto something here you know now that the, the topic things keep coming um they kind of come in spurts but it's just focusing now on you know helping helping get it out there so more people can tap into it yeah, and the clients that have hit hit you up are those those people are lurkers or people are kind of like oh, I've been listening for a long for a while and I decided to make a jump uh, when they try to fuck up their own ideas. Uh, how they, how has your show warmed your leads? I guess let's let's just put all the cards on the table. How have they helped your clients get to know you as a person and as a business uh, so they can like work with you in the future? 
so I think I think two ways is number one, it's brought us new leads that we wouldn't have had before, just mm-hmm. from them it being on their mind. Because I think a good chunk of the folks we work with, we probably put them in a forty to fifty-five year old age range that they've been working. They've been, they've been working for the man, right? They're directors <laughs> and the VPs. So they're really smart, successful people. But you just get to a point where like, come on, man, there's got to be a better way than that grind day in, day out. And weirdly, the pandemic, I think, has helped a bit from a standpoint of people started working remotely. And now they got a little bit more control because, you know, the commute to the office, well, we had to do that because that was always the way you did it. That, that's a dumb reason to do anything, right? <laughs> so once they got a little bit more control for the ones that were still working, not to mention, you know, how many millions got let go. Um, I think that's that's kind of helped bring this into the forefront, right? So from that standpoint, and then the people that we were already working with and taking through our process from first conversation with somebody until they're signing the franchise agreement, it may be three months. So we're talking, we're working together a long time Mm-hmm. And the, the amount of people that have, you know, we've sent them one episode of a podcast based on wherever they are. And then you come back and like, yeah, I listened to all of them. I'm like, man, you're bored. Right. And they're like, no, <laughs> we just we got going with one. And it, it's again, just it's it's their interest. It's where they want to go in life. Yeah. So they, they've really kind of grasped it. So it's been again, I mean, it's been blown me away how much positive feedback everything has been from it so far. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's funny how when we create and, and avoid, we go, well, there goes nothing because there's so much things. Like, forget, I mean, a generation ago, there were three TV channels and everything that was a TV show was in those channels, right? right. I remember those days when TVs had rabbit ears. Oh. Yep, me <laughs> but, too. But, but, but now everything is all like fractured and you don't really know what's a hit anymore. But when someone says, we went through all the clutter and we found your show, your post, your business, and we decided to to work with you because you, you are consistent, the quality is great, then, you know, you, you, that's like the best feeling in the world. That gives you the battery to make more, if I yeah. be so bold. And, uh, yeah, I'm, no, it does. Yeah, and I am a follower of your podcast, and I do like the <laughs> fact it does, you know, it's not too long. I think it's very, very important to say it's not too long. You're not there for two hours. You're never, you're never condescending. You're never like, look here, you loser. This is how you do it. No, you really, like, walk us through in case... I want to go down that path because I'll be honest with you. I worked for the man for about 15 years uh, in corporate America because, you know, my parents are immigrants. It was told you get a good job. You get a good job. And that's what you do. And the man is the lamest man ever. And I wanted out. Uh, But at the time, this is like the mid 2000s, uh, mid to mid aughts or late aughts. uh, There was just so much clutter out there. These sites had... You know, talk about liquid capital, your liquid capital, or your group, or solo, or like whatever you needed. And it just seemed to be too much. So, yeah. yeah, now I love the fact we live in this post-information age. You could just look up something and just warm yourself up to a beacon of knowledge before saying, this guy or this gal knows her stuff. Right. Well, and I think you, you touched on something that's really relevant for, for us, right? So the information age, right? Good old Good old Google, right? Whatever we want. It's there. How do, you know? How do I find the best dot dot dot? Right. Whether it's restaurant to eat, I want tickets to go see the Mets and the Cubs. Uh, I want to find. I want to find a date for Friday night. Right. It's it's all right there. Right. But with franchising, how to find the best franchise is completely different. It's not. It's not a search. Right. It's not a. Hey, I've always worked in industry X. 
therefore my franchise needs to be an industry X. In fact, most people we work with, they start a franchise in an industry they have little to no experience in. Because um, really? it, it, it doesn't matter, because here's the thing, franchise owners aren't the doer. So you could be the biggest slob on the planet and own a cleaning franchise. we don't recommend that but um because you're you're not you're not the doer and so again and the difference between you just use cleaning as an example right because it's and i use it a lot because it's let's be honest it's not the sexiest business out there Right. right. You also but, want to be kind to me and not say I should own a gym because that's <laughs> the same. Office. But own a gym and have all the donuts you want, brother. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so it's all good. But you, you can you can do that. But the the search is how do you know the difference between you know we, we work with example I use we work with three franchises and all altogether almost six hundred franchises we're partnered with in about sixty industries. So give you the idea of the range. Yeah. So there's three of them that literally have the word handyman in the name of the franchise. So come on, we're, we're, neither of us, we're, the, we're not the smartest dudes in the world, but we can figure out what those franchises do with the name handyman, right? right? They are vastly different from one another behind the scenes, what they're looking for in an owner, sales, marketing, support, um, culture, vastly different. Um, yeah. Not to mention that that might not even be the right fit for somebody. So it's really it, the, the process is very reversed for how you do this. It's not just the search. So, again, it's also where we kind of come in from an education standpoint. I'm like, this is different than everything else you've looked for in your entire life. You got to first be open to the fact that this is completely different than anything you've ever done in your entire life. Yeah. Um, and that just that can be a little scary for folks. But but again, it just kind of goes back to that. Again, that surge when we have all this information, but from a franchise perspective, none of that information is really going to help you figure out what your best path is. Hmm. Well, here's a question. Maybe it's a little inside baseball. If I'm a, fran- a franchiser, do mm-hmm. I sign like an exclusive distribution with you, a fran coach, to find franchisees, or is it kind of a non-exclusive deal? Like, where does your your company work on the on the other side? So, yeah, so we have the partnerships with all the franchises, um, but I always say, like, we, we work for the individuals, right? So if okay. you're you're our client, I, I'm like your agent, right? So uh, okay. I, I work I work for you. There's no, you don't pay us anything. So there's never any fee for our service, which is enticing for people. Wait, it's free. And then you know what's coming next. Wait, how's it mm. free? How do you get paid? Because let's be honest, we, you know, we like getting paid too, right? But we're, we're kind of that recruiter or placement firm, right? So if if you start a franchise with Franchise X, then Franchise X pays us, right? It's kind of how, how that works. So for all the folks we're working with, it gives them the peace of mind of, hey, all I'm really out at the beginning is just a little time to see if this might be their path to you know, be able to use their creativity and take control over their life with a new business. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's that's kind of the best. I guess advocate. I'm not sure that's a legal term, but definitely someone that's working <laughs> on behalf of the little guy, little guys when yep. it comes to making their thing. Uh, I got a little bit of a personal question. I'm just curious now because you mentioned it a couple times. Um, you're a Cubs fan, which yes. hey, no one's perfect, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, are, are you from the time where you had an American League team too before in league play? Did you root for an American League team too? Because I had two growing up as a Mets fan. Um. 
No, and 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 you mentioned the rabbit ears thing. I grew up in Indiana, so I was warped by WGN back in the day when basically every game was on. I had to get home from school and turn turn on the Cubs game. Um, and there would be some White Sox games on then, so you'd watch watch some of those. But I seriously, I was brainwashed from <laughs> a very early age, and, and I don't know if it was anything other than just you know my mom turning on the TV so she didn't have to deal with me or something, right? As a as a kid, and being a sports guy, I just kind of kind of hung in there. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I was a Mets fan, you can't take that away from me. But like the day before in league play, a lot of the out of market stuff from Chicago was show was White Sox games. So I yeah. I wanted to be Frank Thomas when I was a kid. That's probably dating myself <laughs> when it comes to that. And I kind of miss the fact that baseball used to be like the pastime. Now football is kind of supplanted that, but that's just my personal thing. Uh, yeah. Totally well, off you topic. Because def- <laughs> you, 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 there's no way you could be a Yankees fan and a Mets fan, right? No, and it's funny you say that. I, there was a politician, I won't name her name, uh, when she came to New York, uh, they asked her what team she was rooting for, and she was like, I don't care, I, I'll pick either one. And I was like, ooh, she's not getting my vote. <laughs> like, 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 like Mayor Giuliani, when he was mayor, he picked the side. It was the wrong side. He picked the Yankees, right. but he picked a side. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very yeah, so I, was gonna, I was gonna say, which is worse, picking the other team or not picking anybody? Right? Yeah, I can't so. trust anyone to pick a side, man. I don't know. <laughs> It's like your favorite pizza in Chicago, you know what I mean? Like, right. it depends. Yeah. You got, are you Illuminati's guy? Who knows? Uh, Illuminati's <laughs> guy? I actually went to Chicago. It's a cool town. I love it. It was one of my favorite yeah. towns to visit. It was cold, though. Uh, so 2021 is the is the fallout so far of 2020. It changed the world. You mentioned uh, the pandemic really flattened the, the, the on-ramp to doing things because people are doing what we're doing right now. You know, we're connecting through the internet and all that stuff. But now... Your podcast is running. Your business seems to be um, op- exposed to new clientele. What does 2021 look like for Fran Coach? Well, based on already however many days we've had, busy. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think the there's kind of the, the wave of the last nine months of 2020. Everybody froze. Everybody didn't know basically what the hell was going on and what was going to happen and got a little scared. And then as time kind of wore on, and that just, I think that dried up for everybody, right? Because whether, you know, whether you're working and you're readjusting to what the new normal was remote and you got kids that are around and all the next thing you know, you're, you're trying to learn, you know, you're trying to learn algebra again to teach your kid, um, whatever, whatever that might be, there was a lot. And then I think as people got settled the last half of the year, um, never been busier the last probably four or five months of 2020. And kind of rolling into this because I think everybody's kind of like caught their breath. Okay, this is what it is, and then so many more people now going. All right, it's th- this is the kick in the butt. I needed to. Didn't you talk about this? Right, use your creativity. How can you take control and have have, have a business? Do something of your own. You've done it right, and, and so that's where um, I think I think for for us and just franchising in general. It's it's really on the rise uh, from from that. And I just people and again people people our age, right? Or or you, you you said it perfectly. It's like we grow up. Our parents said, "Go get go to college, get a degree, go get a job, work there, retire, get your gold watch and your pension." Well, that's a bunch of crap. That doesn't happen anymore, right? right. And especially with the pandemic, it's really I think put a new emphasis on hey. Look, I, Maybe I kind of like my family and like seeing them a little bit more, right? Maybe not always, but but you have, but but you, I think it's just brought a new appreciation. I think there are positives that we can take from last year. 
not a lot, but there, but there are some. And, and that control over time, family, um, and really kind of planning, planning the future that you're in charge of versus realize when you have to wait to see what happens some, somewhere else. So from that standpoint, I think it's, it's, it's going to be the last, again, four or five months of 2020 rolling into this year. I think it's going to just continue to boom for us. Yeah, in a lot of ways, uh, the analogy I use with my sports friend is like 2020, 2020 was kind of like a, like Formula One in a way. You know, there was a, a, a giant crash, and now we're in the safety car lab. And yes, you don't want to see a crash, but like the slowing it down, you know, some things worked out for me. You know, some things yeah. worked out in a good way. It's okay to have a little bit of survivor's remorse, you know, but in a, with 2021, now's a chance to see how the field opens up. And uh, my yeah. final question today, man, is someone's watching or listening to this, uh, more like listening, to listen to this and they are their own business owner and they are thinking about launching a podcast to, to fuel their business or maybe they're thinking about franchising, like any advice for either one of those two uh, uh, demographics right now? Quit thinking about it and do it. Right. I mean, I, I don't know if you're aware of this. I actually coined the phrase, just do it. And then Nike stole it from me. Um, <laughs> That's going to be at the VH1, like, but you're behind the Hollywood story. It was my idea, Nike. <laughs> they stole it from me. How dare them? Um, I mean, I was 10 at the time, but I'm sure it was my idea. But no, it, it really is because, I mean, I, I sat on sat on the thing and was, was scared to do it. And, 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 and again, Maybe in some ways we want to tell everybody how hard it is to do a podcast, but it's really not, right? Sure. Um, and to be able to do that. But um, I, I think that's the thing. It's really just quit thinking about it. Get out of your own head. If it's something you want to do, do it. If it, you want it, to, want it to be a podcast, if it's, hey, first of the year and you want to get in better shape, get off your butt, man. Go go do it, whatever whatever that is. And, and same thing for business ownership. Could it, could it fail? Could it not work out? Could yeah, but and from my standpoint with the podcast is, I, I I didn't know what to expect, and what if it doesn't what if it doesn't work? What if it stinks? All of these things, and we'll just start it, and they're like, oh, this this isn't so bad, and then now you see the way it's positively affected people, and it's it's cheesy, it's cliche, but even if it helps one person, right? Yeah. Um, you've you've now made a difference, and and that's the thing. It's I mean. We have the capability to do it, and, and yeah, there's always a little risk, but um, come on, man. I, I think if anything last 2020 has taught us is don't wait around for stuff. Just go, like, go do it, man. Go, 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 go get it. Don't wait around. Go, go make yourself as happy as you can be. And I wish that Nike sent you that big royalty check, man, because they made some <laughs> killing off of that phrase. Just do it. Tim, I'd be happy with a pair of shoes, man. I, I'm not, I'm not too, too gritty. Oh, the Air Franchise. I love it. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for being on the show. Here's a chance you promote anything you want. Put yourself over. If anyone want to connect with you on social media or book a time with you, how would they go about doing that? Oh, awesome. and, and thank you so much for, 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 for having us on. So uh, our website, francoach.net. Um, and then the Franchising uh, 101 podcast, which wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you check out New Amsterdam Radio, check out Franchising 101 as well. So we'd love to to chat. There's there's never any fee for our service. And we we'll always just say, you know, hey, take take that first step today and, and maybe it's going to be able to help create your better tomorrow. So think, thanks again, man. This has been awesome. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. 
Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.